welcome to the Nashville Daily Podcast. I'm Stuart Deming. And I'm Aaron Pennington. A proposed incentive package is posted for Ford's investment into Tennessee. How much is it worth to have them in the economy? Could Nashville be car-free? One neighborhood tests that theory. Plus, what Nashville voted as the best art, music, and culture of 2021. We'll talk about all of this and more on Nashville Daily. I think it's my time to ask you <laughs> uh, a question. Oh, shoot. Okay. All right. Let's see. I'm on uh, fact 296 through 305 in the terrific Tennessee. Tennessee All right. McKay All right. Book. Okay. You could buy this at whole price for like $6 on Amazon right now. So. <laughs> It's, it's held its value. Is our friend. It's been around since 96, and it still stay, stayed the same price online. All right. So this one is actually fitting into the theme because we're going to be talking about uh, this next week. All right. Let me see if how to word this. <laughs> Where is the Bell Witch Cave located? Adams, Tennessee. Adams, Tennessee. All right. And then what president was scared of the Bell Witch? That would be Andrew Jackson. Andrew Jackson. Ring, ring, ring. You got it right. <laughs> Throw the book. All right. Luckily, that was, that was, uh, Stuart knew I would get that one. <laughs> well, the, the other one I was going to ask you was what, uh, in, in 1996, when that book came out, what was the second largest inland port? Oh. And there's only one city for that because Nashville can't do it. Oh, that would have to be Memphis. Yes. Yeah. So interesting. But that was in 1996, so that may have changed. Yeah, it, it may have. Uh, who knows? Who knows? Uh, all right. So uh, the interesting thing was, so the Titans played last night. This is the, the first time we've had uh, Monday night football in a long time, it feels like. Dude, it was insane. The Bills fans were, they, they came from New York, and I think there's more Bills fans at the games than Titan fans. <laughs> I mean, it's a Monday night in Nashville. People, uh, it was, we'll, you, we'll, we'll do things on the weekend, but weekdays. Did you uh, get stuck weekdays. in traffic last night? Well, no. It was awful. Um, I almost did. I returned uh, back home just before the game with uh, literally seeing the fireworks start from the field okay uh so so i luckily it wasn't too bad it was the worst traffic um, I've I, seen. I was actually I, so th- it was very interesting i was coming up from uh brentwood and the <laughs> gps actually rerouted me there were several accidents that, you know it was really funny because yesterday on the podcast we had talked about some of the deadliest fatality areas uh and it was not nashville to uh, it was not Brentwood. Nashville to Brentwood. It was Brentwood to Franklin. Yeah. And guess where all the accidents were yesterday on the road? Nashville to Brentwood. Or no, Brentwood, Brentwood to, to Franklin. Uh, that makes sense. There were like three or four yeah. on the way up there. But there was traffic uh, going up to the game, especially when you got near the 440 area. The GPS actually rerouted me uh, to go 440 west north. Yep. Uh, to, go 44, or to go 440 west as I was going 65 north 
go around the top of downtown yep. to get to the east side of Nashville. Oh, dude, downtown was a mess. Yeah. Uh, it was so <laughs> bad. So, uh, so, you know, a little bit of game traffic, but it wasn't terrible. Uh, it was, it was, uh, it was, it was doable, but uh, I got to see the fireworks as soon as I was getting home. It was actually cool because I, I heard, uh, whenever Nashville or whenever Tennessee scored a touchdown from where I live, I could hear the crowd cheering before I heard the fireworks of a huh. touchdown. Huh. So it was really cool. Um, uh, but, uh, okay. So the score, Tennessee Titans, uh, beat the Buffalo bills yesterday in a very, very close game. It was 34 to 31 in the Titans favor uh, with the comeback from the Tennessee Titans scoring four or scoring 10 in the fourth quarter Wow! Um, to, uh, to bring that to 34, 31. Um, also what was uh, a kind of a big shock was uh, Taylor Lewan was carted off the field um, at, later in the game. Uh, he did t- give like a thumbs up on the way out. Uh, they're checking him from a, uh, the latest update that I can see from this morning. Um, he and, and from it's basically the same as last night. He's being evaluated for a concussion right now, uh, according to Titans reporter Jim Wyatt. Uh, but he showed movement in all of his uh, extremities. Okay. He gave a thumbs up on the cart whenever he <laughs> went off the field. He was like, yeah, and gave a thumbs up. So, you know, he was at least in good spirits when he uh, when he left. So, uh, you know, hopefully it's not a, uh, a season, probably if it's, if it's a concussion, hopefully not a career ending thing, probably maybe hopefully not a season, anything, hopefully just, uh, he'll be out uh, for a few weeks. Yeah. Hopefully just uh, a little bit of recovery there. Nothing on his Twitter though, with an update. So, um, but, uh, glad Titans pulled out a, a close game yesterday. We do have an update on the huge Ford announcement, uh, that we, I think we announced sometime last month. About- Maybe three two, weeks ago. Two, three weeks ago, yeah. Yeah. So Feels it, about right. It looks like the state of Tennessee just, uh, they have the special session going on this week for the incentives for this Ford package. And it looks like we have some details on how much money the state of Tennessee is willing to spend to get Ford to land here. Yeah. So uh, kind of two two uh, points of, of information here that we have coming from the governor's office. One is the legislation. Uh, that is introduced by Governor Bill Lee for the special session. And the others is kind of a report on what Ford financially and incentive wise will bring to Tennessee. So it's kind of here's here's where the here's where the the, the, the benefits of both are coming into play. Uh, so coming from TN.gov uh, today, and we have all of this in the show notes. Uh, this happened yesterday. They said today Governor Bill Lee introduced two pieces of legislation that will go before the Tennessee General Assembly during a special legislative session to address funding and oversight of Ford Motor Company's historic $5.6 billion investment at the mega site of West Tennessee. Uh, Governor Lee said in a quote, Tennessee's investment in the mega site will have a generational impact on all 95 counties and cement our place as the national leader in automotive manufacturing. He also said this special session will give Tennesseans a look into the funding process. And I thank the general assembly for their swift action uh, and uh, that's the end of the quote. Also in this article, it says these key investments will strengthen workforce and infrastructure, benefiting Tennessee's economy in the billions and driving the future of the automotive industry. Uh, oh, so- I see that pun they did there. <laughs> driving the future of the automotive industry. They snuck that in there, didn't they? Just, here we go. Uh, all right. So let's talk about some of the uh, incentives that Tennessee 
will first uh, bring to Ford. Uh, so it's uh, HB 8002. We'll address the approval of appropriations to incentivize and complete the mega site. Uh, I, I love that the official name is just the mega site. <laughs> the mega site. Uh, additional, or if you're from the north, the mega site. Mega site. Uh, additional funding will provide for infrastructure and improvements to support regional growth, including a $500 million capital grant. Uh, a state, the state will build, own, and operate $40 million TCAT. Uh, Don't know what that is. TCAT to strengthen Tennessee's workforce. Okay. Um, State to it's, it's, it's worded a little bit weird. Uh, the state to build, own, and operate water and wastewater systems to serve the mega site. State mega to site. mega site. Uh, state to build second interchange on I forty to improve traffic flow and support population growth. And so it kind of lists the uh, the uh, the 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 state entity that will take care of that. To the right of that, uh, HB eight thousand and one will create. So this is a different piece of legislation. Will create the mega site authority of West Tennessee. To provide services necessary for the operation and development of the mega site, key insights of the development of the authority will include: number one, the authority will be established and administratively attached to the Department of General Services. Uh, the purpose of authority is to develop, operate, manage, incentivize, and promote the mega site. Number three, the authority will be governed by a seven-member board of directors. The special legislation will come uh, will commence on. Uh, well, yesterday. Yesterday. You can watch <laughs> uh, the special the session. The full special session uh, can be viewed here, so we'll probably talk about it tomorrow morning after we receive uh, a few more details about it. It's a little too early to uh, to get that now. So you, you may be wondering, what? how are we going to benefit from this? <laughs> yeah, that, that's, a, that's yeah. a lot of money. Just, uh, uh, so Tennessee here you go, go Ford. Here you go. Tennessee is going to reap some, uh, some really cool benefits. Uh, it's going to generate 27,000 new jobs to support the mega site's operation including direct indirect and induced new jobs this will result in 1.2 billion in annual earnings 27,000 that's awesome new jobs because uh, i mean you compare that to oracle yeah yeah oracle 8500 that's gonna be this is uh six, th three and, three and a half times yeah as much almost that's including construction jobs. Right, so so part of it is temporary. Yeah, uh, so this is going to contribute $3.5 billion each year to Tennessee's gross state product. So our GDP is going to go up. Uh, I guess it's a GSP for the GSP. state. GSP. Uh, and then you're going to have provide $22.4 million each year in state tax revenue. All right. Wow. Uh it will also the some of the benefits of Ford being here will generate temporary construction benefits, uh, including those jobs that we talked about, um, including actually no I think the uh, this is very interesting. Let me read this and then we'll evaluate the the jobs. Um, construction benefits including uh, five point six billion dollars in capital investments on buildings and other real property improvements. Additionally, the equivalent of thirty three thousand temporary direct indirect. And induced jobs are expected to support the construction period awesome. with around $1.87 billion in salaries related to the construction activity and $178.9 million in state tax revenue. So, so that's very interesting. The 33000 is going to be the temporary construction builders and, like, those those type of guys. So 27000 I think, is going to be... The factory workers, and then all of the restaurants, hotels, distribution, everything afterwards. that supports that new small little mega economy going on there. Mega, mega. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
Uh, it goes on to a little bit to talk more about how it like uh, kind of affects the uh, the 95 counties and everything like that. If you want to read that, that is in our oh, show notes. We, we have a name of the mega site. Oh. It's going to be called Blue Oval City. Blue Oval City. Okay. On the mega site. I mean, that makes sense, right? Yeah. Um, 3,600 acres. Oh, that's going to be such a <laughs> large facility. Um, I saw I saw a TikTok yesterday about uh, somebody who was uh, a real estate agent for like uh, Tennessee land out in middle Tennessee, kind of going into East Tennessee. And he showed the property of like uh, 30 something acres. I probably was beautiful. Looking at that pro- I probably was looking at that property. Beautiful land, and uh, it was going for like sixty something thousand dollars. I mean, it was just gorgeous. And you could uh, you uh, could build you, pretty much no restrictions on what you could do with the property. By the time that I went to the comments, it was already under contract. Uh, <laughs> don't tell me. Get this it while news. it's hot. Get it while it's hot. Dude, I've been looking at land like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, speaking of crowded places or, uh, you know, the opposite uh, of, of uh, the uncrowded places of the land of Tennessee, the crowded places of Nashville. I have a funny story about this uh, article. So this is coming from News Channel 5. Uh, there uh, oh, over the uh, over the weekend, there's about a mile long stretch of Buchanan Street, North Nashville, that was closed down. Sunday so that pedestrians could take over. Oh, no. Um, the, so um, Brenda Perez, the community engagement manager for Walk Bike Nashville, said that this has kind of just become like a street park today that's been created by the neighborhood. Uh, so North Nashville took part in a nationwide initiative to, quote, stir the imagination to rethink public spaces and allow people to experience car-free streets. Um uh, Brenda Perez said, our goal for Walk Bike Nashville is to create a more walkable, bikeable, and livable Nashville. So, quote, open streets is a way to do that, end quote. Uh, this comes, uh, News Channel 5 says, this comes during a broader push to make Nashville more pedestrian friendly. Um, Perez says, we don't need to have our roads just be for cars. Like, our roads can be for all kinds of users and all kinds of people. This is really just bringing our imagination to life. According to Walk Bike Nashville, 19% of streets have sidewalks. Okay, this has nothing to do with people gathering in the street for a street festival. So I'm very confused as to what is going on here. Um, but basically, just, this they, article... They practice a thing called open streets where they close down the streets and then they allow vendors and stuff to go on the street. That's basically it. Yeah, okay. So, which is very, very interesting. Um... Which I understand. Like, I think that's just called a block party. And I think that's been in existence for a long time. A, a very long time. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, this is it, what, what's very interesting is, is uh, on Saturday, I was driving in this area, uh, kind of driving around Nashville. And uh, and so but I ended up coming back into town through this area and close to Buchanan Street. And I saw, I, I, I thought this was this was it for a second when I saw this article, uh, but this actually took place on Sunday, and I drove through Buchanan uh, in that area on Saturday, uh, that there were a lot of people that were protesting things in that area. Um, so I'm not sure exactly what that was. I actually thought this was uh, part of that open streets event, but I could drive through there. So I'm not sure. <laughs> A lot of people protesting in that area or maybe... Were you able to read any of the signs? No. Uh, I couldn't get close enough to read any of the signs. But, uh, huh. yeah, so a lot of activity in that area. Maybe they were getting ready for 
the uh, the open street event and protesting cars at the same time. So I'm not really sure. Yeah, hey, what, what was happening? Don't drive on the street, man. Um, but uh, yeah, I'd be interested to know more about uh, what uh, what their their goal is with Walk Bike in Nashville to uh, make these open open road concepts um, and how they are different than a block party. Yeah. Do you remember that? Uh that episode we did on 12 South, I think we showed all of the sidewalks in Nashville. This was like a year ago. I do. I yeah. do. It, it's just, it's mind blowing that we live in a city in 2021 and only 19% of our city has sidewalks. It's awful. It literally is awful. Oh yeah. It's uh, bad. It's, I came from a small town and we had almost a hundred percent sidewalks in my small town. Well, uh, you know, the, the, the real offense is the main roadways where people would uh you know with the neighborhoods you don't have to worry as much the carts are going slower yeah so if you don't have sidewalks then it's it's you're not as much at risk but lebanon uh, pike should have a sidewalk. <laughs> right all of the major roads that people might actually use to travel from one place to another because they're efficient they're in the line they're you know they're the main roads that people would travel to get to from place to place and i'm going a to point b they don't have sidewalks i'm also going to say this elm hill pike should have sidewalks and people shouldn't be waiting at a bus stop that doesn't have a shelter at five o'clock in the morning when it's pitch black and there's no sidewalk to stand on just saying <laughs> make some sidewalks nashville yeah that that should be uh that should be in the transportation plan uh-huh. sidewalks um, all right, Stuart, where have you eaten local today? Cause you've got a lot of restaurants that you need, that you, uh, that you, that you need to talk about. I want to, I want to hear about, uh, hear about these experiences. Do I want to talk about donuts or burgers? I'm going to talk about burgers. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so over the weekend I had the opportunity to go to ML Rose and I had the Southern Bell Burger, which I, I think is relatively new to their menu. I was about to say, I don't think I've heard that before. Uh, so it's the burger. It has, I think it has a little bit of pulled pork on it. Uh, and it has bell mead uh, barbecue sauce or bourbon, like, made with the barbecue sauce. Okay. And pimento cheese. It was fantastic. And then I also had the sweet potato waffle fries, just a really good experience. It, it's really interesting because the last three or four times I've went to ML Rose before this last experience, they've been iffy. And I've been to ML Rose a ton, uh, but this experience made up for all those terrible times at ML Rose. <laughs> so what was, uh, was it the burger or? The burger, yeah, because the last, the last two or three times I've gone, it's been for brunch, and they didn't have coffee during brunch, or uh-huh. the food was just very mediocre for that day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's the, su- which, what was the name of that burger again? The Southern Bell. Southern Bell, okay, very cool. Um, I had Oscar's taco shop over the weekend. Who would have thought uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> we, we talked about it at least two or three times last week. It's such a mystery. Yeah. Um, and it was incredible. I, uh, let's see which location I went to the nation's location. Okay. Um, it's a great location and, they have uh, free parking in the nations. Although the nations was very, very difficult to get to. Uh, because they had a block party as well. Everyone's having uh, a block on party on Saturday. They had a block party as well. They shut down. They had a big old stage and concert. That's probably Daddy's uh, dogs because they won best was, romantic. Place. It was not in that area. It oh, was okay. like as soon as you got into the nations uh, off the off the interstate kind of deal. Um, and so it was. I mean, it was big. Like it was. Uh, there were probably. 
my gosh, I don't know how many people were, were there, but thousands of people were there. Oh, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, it, it, was, it was very big. So Was Oscars, like, insanely busy? No. Huh. No, Oscars was, uh, it was so far away from Oscars that you wouldn't know it was happening huh. um, if you were just at Oscars. Uh, but that area is pretty, there was a wedding at one of the venues right near, right behind Frothy Monkey. Wow. Um, so it was, the nations was hopping on Saturday, but, uh, got Oscar's taco shop, got a steak, egg and cheese burrito. Um, and it was absolutely incredible. So, uh, I can never complain about, uh, Oscars and, uh, yeah, it's just, just good. It's a good staple for, uh, when you want to grab Grab food. That's grab why we talk food. about it more than any other restaurant <laughs> in town. It's, it's pretty dang consistent, and we love it. All right, let's head over to Explorers Nashville tip of the day. For Explorers Nashville tip of the day, it's a great day to go to explorenash.com and sign up for our upcoming Explore Meet that's happening this Saturday at Fall Creek Falls State Park. This is our annual trip to Fall Creek Falls State Park. Hopefully we get to see some beautiful fall foliage. We're going to hike to the base of the falls. We're going to have lunch there. It's just a great experience every single year that we do this. Uh, yeah, this is this is one of the uh, biggest events that we look forward to the most um, and it's absolutely incredible to be able to uh, really kind of experience uh, Fall Creek Falls in, in, you know, Fall Creek Falls. It's a hit or miss whether that waterfall is going to be flowing, but the hikes there are fantastic. The atmosphere is fantastic. Um, and the usually the weather is pretty dang good. Yeah, it's usually right like, about it's now. It's usually like 10 to 15 degrees cooler than Nashville. Yeah. And, and so it's it's going to be, you know, 50s to 70s and it's going to be fantastic. It's going to be low humidity um, and it's absolutely crazy. I saw on TikTok somebody throwing pumpkins into the base of Fall Creek Falls off of one of the edges recently. It was very interesting. You pumpkin thrower. Yeah, pumpkin throwers. Uh, here's uh, the link to sign up. Uh, if you want to, if you're on uh, YouTube or Facebook, you're able to see that there. Uh, this is the sign up. Just go to explorenash.com. Go to the homepage. We'll show everybody uh, where to sign up. So if you go to the homepage um, of the website, it's loading. There we go. There you go. Just uh, scroll all the way down. Well, while we're here, you can also book a walking tour with us. We also do guided sunrise hikes, which I have not done yet. I'm excited to. If you want some merchandise, we have that on our website. Then you can watch some of our awesome YouTube videos as well. But you come to the bottom of the page right here, and it's going to say upcoming events. You just click this little RSVP, and it takes you to the Explore Me, and you can just sign up right there. There we go. And, uh, yeah, so sign up. This is happening again this Saturday. It is free to come and hang out for uh, for this uh, Explore Meet. Um, we, we really kind of started this to uh, to hang out with other creators and people who loved exploring uh, Nashville and other areas and Fall Creek Falls has been in uh, a place that has been an annual thing. And so uh, if you want to uh, to explore Fall Creek Falls with us, then uh, sign up using the link in uh, we'll put it in the show notes or just head to explorenash.com and uh, you'll be able to sign up for this event on there. So uh, come hang out with us. Let us know if you have any questions. You can text us 615 392 1358. We'll do our best to answer all of your questions. All right. That is Explorers Nashville tip of the day.
Today's episode of Nashville Daily is brought to you by Screen Threads. If you're looking for Nashville-themed merchandise, look no further. Our listeners can use the code Nashville Daily and get 10% off their next online order in person visit. You can find them inside of Marathon Village or head to ScreenThreads.com. They're about to come out with their holiday candles here in the next two weeks. Oh, I bet that's fantastic. And I smelled like, I think, at least 10 of them. That would be a fantastic gift. Oh, yeah. For a lot of people. Like, this is one of those things that... On Christmas, you just you buy like ten of them, yep. and when if somebody gets you a gift, you're like, oh shoot! Oh, here you go. Here's a candle. <laughs> Here's a Christmas candle. Uh, but they smell <laughs> the the cinnamon stick candle Ooh. that Screen Threads is coming out with. It smells incredible. Like I just want to cozy up with a blanket, watch a Christmas <laughs> movie, and have that candle burning in my living room. Oh, that's nice. That's really nice. Uh, all right, so. Um, let's, uh, we've, we've got a small little series going on with, uh, the Nashville scenes, best of 2021 poll, um, and the, the winners of that poll and, uh, today's category, uh, I feel like, uh, uh, wheel of fortune today's category, today's category, everybody, uh, today's category is, um, arts, music and culture. So the best of arts, music and culture um, and, uh, so we're going to go straight to the reader's poll and the winners from, from, uh, from you from Nashville, the reader's poll. So let's head over to, uh, to there so you can get a glimpse of the, uh, the Nashville scene. This is coming straight from their website. So you can, uh, kind of read it along with us. If you are on YouTube, we're not going to be able to, uh, to go through all of these, uh, but, I, I think this is a good guide, especially if you are new to Nashville or if you want to explore the things of Nashville. This is a good uh, this this reader's poll is a really good guide to be able to say, OK, what is there to do? What do I need to experience? These are some of the places uh, to, to get a good Nashville authentic experience. Uh, so let's start. Best movie theater is Belcourt Theater. And that is uh, that is just along 21st Avenue in uh, in downtown nashville yeah so it's in a, a, a area called hillsborough village great restaurant scene over there it's an independent movie theater it's a fantastic experience uh this is a place i have not been to yet but i want to go and this is the best bowling alley this is brooklyn bowl nashville i thought you were gonna Germantown. say belcourt oh belcourt uh, no. i thought i thought you were gonna <laughs> say you haven't been to belcourt i saw the first movie i saw in belcourt was space jam that's cool. That's, that's pretty cool. <laughs> they were, they run a lot of like reruns and, and uh, things like that. Yeah. Uh, but this bowling alley, the photos at this bowling alley are incredible. They are. It's very, very exciting to see them. But in all honesty, there's probably bowling alleys in Nashville that are way cheaper than Brooklyn Bowl. It, it didn't say cheapest bowling alley. It did not say cheapest. We're not here to talk about the cheapest. Yeah, all right. So uh, the next one I want to talk about is the best event slash festival. And this is Cheekwood Holiday Lights. Hands down, this is one of the best activities year that happens on an annual basis in Nashville. Yeah. Uh, Cheekwood lights. Uh, I, I would say this. Um, if you are thinking about doing Christmas things in Nashville, especially things like Cheekwood lights reserve. And I'm not even exaggerating with this reserve your times and get your tickets now. now. Yes. Like absolutely. literally now with Cheekwood, you like you can't, it's so busy. You can't do anything day of. They only take ahead of reservations now because of COVID-19 they haven't really scaled that back uh, or, or kind of peeled that back yet. So you have to reserve everything there. You can't get anything at the door anymore almost uh, unless they just have available spots, which I really don't. I really doubt seeing that happen. Uh, so make sure, like literally now, decide when you're going to Cheekwood Lights. 
uh, because uh, I know those slots are going to sell out very, very soon. All right. So for coming in for best museum, you have the Frisk Art Museum. Uh, it's a great museum. The thing that's really interesting is there's no permanent exhibits at this museum. Yeah. So it changes pretty often, which is one of the only visual art museums in the country that does that. I think uh, the Picasso exhibit for 2021 probably got them the best museum for 2021. Yeah, there's a, there's a Sistine Chapel exhibit coming into Nashville, and I, we're going to be talking about it tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where they're going to be located, but it looks really fascinating. That'd be crazy if it was in the Parthenon. That would be <laughs> amazing. All right, so the next one, I, I, we have to talk about this. The best printmaker slash poster, poster designer, Hat Show Print, hands down, is one of the best in the country. I think them and Anderson uh, Design should be, like, tied. Right, yeah, yeah. tied because of, of just both of them. What they make is absolutely incredible. Uh, best mural, I believe, in Nashville mural. Yes, I, that's the best thing <laughs> in town. All right, uh, we'll go down a little bit. You you wanted to talk about this one for a second, right? Yeah. Aaron? So I'm I'm gonna double check on this, but it says best concert series live on the green. Um, I I'm gonna double check on this because I think it did happen for like one weekend. I don't. Maybe not. Think live on the green happened for twenty. 21. No, they're coming back 2022. Yeah. So according to National Guru, Live on the Green plans to return Labor Day weekend in 2022. Um, I'm I'm like double checking on this because I don't think I'm trying to make sure. Twitter is probably the best place. To yeah. Um, yeah. So we don't think it happened in downtown Nashville this year. So we're like wondering how did it win the best concert series? Uh, yeah, so this is, uh, they got voted the best for 2021. Um, I'm trying to see. Yeah, so I, you know, check their Instagram, check Twitter, check uh, National Guru. That is correct. They, uh, (laughs) some reason, a concert series that did not happen in 2021 became the best concert series of 2021. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to skip down a little bit. Best food event, the Music City Hot uh, Chicken Hot Festival, which they, they funny it's... enough, did not do a lot of advertising this year, but I saw a ton of people. Uh, they paired it very well as the same day as another event this year. I can't remember. Fourth of July. Fourth of July. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, best beer event slash beer festival, Oktoberfest. I didn't very think that cool. was happening this year. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure that it's, yeah. uh, I'll uh, look that up while you keep going. Best free fun, Percy Priest Lake. Yes. That place is a lot of fun. There's a lot of great hiking trails there. There's a lot of really cool things to do. Uh, this one stands out to me probably the most best place to hear live music. The Ryman auditorium hands down one of the best places in Nashville, uh, to go listen to live music. And that pretty much wraps up the rest of this list. Best comedy venue, Zany's Comedy Club, and then best art happening. You have the Tomato Fest that happens in East Nashville. Uh, so let us know. Some that of did your... happen this year. Oh, the October. No, no, no. Oh, tomato, tomato Fest. Fest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure you were correct that uh, October Fest did not happen this year. I'm still checking, but best I think hon- you're. I think you're correct. Best honky tonk, Roberts Western World. Yeah, I'd say that's one of the best honky tonks in downtown Nashville. Uh, so let us know what you guys' thoughts are on the best of Nashville and 
what's your favorite live music venue? You can comment on this YouTube video or you can text us 615-392-1358. Or if there's just, you know, anywhere that you actually do you think uh oh this uh this was the this is the height of national culture and it didn't even didn't even get a mention on the readers poll. Uh let us know what you think. Um let us know maybe who you voted for or who you think might be some of the best in town. Let us know. See you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Nashville Daily. You can check us out over on Instagram at xplr.nash as well as our YouTube channel, xplr.nash. For Nashville merch, we have you covered as well. Find that at xplr.life. You can also text us at 615-392-1358. And for more exclusive content, head over to nashvilledailypodcast.com. Nashville Daily is produced right here in the great city of Nashville. So if you like what we're doing, please give this podcast a five-star rating and share it with your friends.